all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the whoa with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. Hey, Shalom, what's going on, everybody? Come on, it's Monday night, and uh, uh-oh, what do we got going on here? What's going on? Uh-oh, we're having a little bit of an issue here with Facebook. All right, guys, we may have to come back off and come off and come back on, because Facebook is having an issue here. All right, we're going to have to come back off and come back on. It looks like because Facebook is having an issue here. Uh, but come on in, everybody. Like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video. Come on. What is going on, Facebook? Get yourself together. All right. We may have to. All right, guys, we're going to have to come back on. And uh, let's see. Let's see if I can't do it another way. Um, come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share the video. Looks like we're having a little bit of issue getting on to Facebook. So we may have to come back, come off and go back on here in just a second. Let's see if we can do it without that. Uh, let's see if we can do it without that and just go live direct. Um, looks like it had a uh, it had a bad start time in here that didn't populate. Let's see. Let's see if it's coming up on Facebook for us. Come on in, guys. Let me know where you're watching from. Snail Bill George. That's Atlanta Metro. Good to see you. Denver, Colorado. That is good to see you. Come on in, everybody. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share the video. Looks like it went good on Facebook now. So I think we're good over there. Uh, let's just confirm this. Make sure that we are good. Bam, bam, bam. I think we're good. It's Monday night, y'all. You you know we gather together every Monday night to gather together to pray. Great. It looks like it is coming up on Facebook, and uh, I am seeing it on other various platforms, so that is good. Good, 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 good. Uh, listen, we're going to have an amazing time in prayer tonight. Boom, I see Facebook is up. All right, we got it. We're good. Let's go, y'all. It's Monday night. Can we get prayer in Australia? Absolutely. So, guys, every Monday night, we gather together to pray. Good to see you, Atlanta. Every Monday night, we gather together to pray for one hour. Um, we get this because Jesus made, made a very powerful statement. Jesus said this in one of his most defining moments. He said to those that were close to him, he says, could you not pray with me for one hour? The reason we call it command your week prayer is because we are getting a hold of the week before the week gets a hold of us. Uh, anytime you look in the Bible, a day began the night prior. So here's how we're biblically speaking is that the day, the evening and the morning were the first day, if you read that in Genesis. So the reason that we pray in the evening, Mr. Bishop, why don't you pray at 7 a.m. or 9 a.m.? is because you're already into the day from a biblical basis. Hey, Alabama, I was just in Alabama. You're not in Birmingham, are you? Are you in Birmingham? Uh, um, but 
at any rate, um, this is why we prayed that way. So the evening and the morning were the first day. And so this is why we do it on, at the evening time, because literally, watch me, uh, in the, in, from a spiritual standpoint, your day begins the night prior. Why is that important to understand? It's because if you really want to set yourself up for success in the next day, you do not wait to that morning to pray. You do it the evening before. Pay attention. It's even deeper than that. The Bible says that uh, weeping may endure what for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Pay attention. It doesn't literally mean in the morning when the sun comes up. Literally, when it talks about weeping enduring, it means it has this connotation and this basic understanding. It means that weeping may endure uh, for a place in a place and a time where it seems like there is darkness, but joy comes in the morning. Well, when does a new day begin spiritually? I just told you a new day spiritually begins the evening prior, which means even when it's dark, watch me, it's still a new beginning. Can I just get you to type this? I will not be afraid of the dark. Come on. Uh, you in Birmingham? Oh my goodness. Okay, well, next time, next time, next time we'll know. Actually, nobody knew until Wednesday night. Nobody knew I was going, but it's an amazing time ministering last week in Birmingham. It was absolutely amazing. It was phenomenal. Listen, so weeping may have for that, but you can never ever be afraid. You can never ever be afraid of the uh, of the dark so because a new day literally begins when it's still dark outside all right i see you guys concord i see you denver i see you linwood california i see you birmingham never be afraid of the dark because literally guys a new day begins when it's still dark outside and i'm not even just talking about uh, midnight i'm talking about literally a new day begins even when it is a scenario um that you're still in the midst of the evening time so biblically speaking you're already in tuesday which means you already have started a new day watch me even though this one is not complete and that's good news for somebody why because you do not have to wait until you see change to know that change is already happening come on you do not have to wait until you see that thing manifest before you know that thing is already manifested for you. All right. So good to see everybody coming in. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. When you do that, you literally are going to change lives across America, around the world. When you share, people get saved. Never be afraid of the dark. What does the darkness represent? It represents the absence of the knowledge of God. Everybody pay attention. Many times when you're navigating and going through life, what happens is that you have these moments where you're like, God, where are you at? Is there anybody watching me right now where you have had a moment in your life where you've been like, God, where are you at? Sir, what is going on? What is happening? What is the deal? Watch me. God is very clear um, that God, watch me, you, you don't, there you go, you don't have to wait a minute, good coming. God is very clear that even though it doesn't look like it's changed, it is already changed. Even though it doesn't look different, it is already different, all right? So, so long to you, make sure that you share when you share people get saved. Let's go into prayer tonight. Father, we do honor you and we bless you, sir. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you for your love. We thank you, God, for your consistency. We thank you, Lord, that you can be dependent on, that you are faithful, that you are consistent, that you are loyal, that there is nobody like you, that there's nobody beside you. You are the great I am. And we thank you for it now in the name of Jesus. God, we release now every ounce of bitterness. We release now, God, every ounce of frustration. We release now, God, every heavy thing that we were carrying. Come on, type, I release. We release those things now, God. And tonight in prayer, we declare, God, that we will experience freedom. We will experience freedom tonight, God, across all of these different platforms 
that we are on, God, because we realize that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, there is liberty. So we cast every care on you. We will not go through the next 52 minutes of prayer and leave with the same stuff we walked on prayer with and logged on to prayer with. No, Lord. We will cast every care upon you because you care for us. And tonight, God, we say thank you. We say thank you for your goodness. We say thank you for your love. We say thank you for your kindness. We say thank you for your consistency. And we bless you for it now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Come on, can I get you to release an amen right there? It looks like my screen changed on me. That's kind of weird. Uh, uh, so uh, I don't know what happened to my prayer background, but that's all right. We're going to keep it moving. All right. So listen, while we're doing it, uh, listen, uh, that's me. Uh, hold on, let's see. That's me when I was a little kid, all right? Isn't that crazy? That came up. That I did not do that. I don't know why my prayer video just went down, but um, that was me when I was a little kid. Y'all see that? Um, uh, who would know that the Lord was going to use that little kid right there um, to do great exploits for him? What does this say? Um, a leech isn't after you. It's after what you're connected to. Uh, let's go on and cover that in prayer. All right. So for those of you like, why you got pictures of yourself up in the back of prayer? I don't know what happened to the prayer video. It just went down. But since it came up, watch me. Let's use this situation. Um, the Bible talks about, let me say a little bishop, right? The Bible talks about um, how a leech has two daughters. Give me and give me some more. Everybody look at me. Um, there are certain things that will attach to you, try to connect to you because of what you are connected to. Uh, Judas, it, uh, watch me, the Pharisees and Sadducees, when they attached themselves to, um, to, G, uh, to Judas, it wasn't because they wanted Judas. It was because they wanted Jesus, who he was attached to. So since this just popped up, I'm going to take this as a cue that we got to shut down any leech that's attached to you. What's a leech? A leech is a parasite that will use an anesthetic when they bite you so that you do not feel their bite and they will begin to suck the blood from you. What does blood represent in scripture? It represents life. So guess what? Uh, since this just changed on me, we're about to roll with this thing. Let's go. Father, right now, we pray against every leech that is present in our lives now. In the name of Jesus, God, and we pray that we would not fall for the anesthesia of the leech in Jesus name. God, but tonight, Lord, we pray and we thank you, Lord, that as we uh, uh, move through life, God, that we would enter the last two months of this calendar year and that we would be leech free. In Jesus' name. And Father, we decree and we declare by faith now in the name of Jesus that, Father, that uh, we would not, not only fall for the anesthesia of the leech, but God, that we would not fall for the lies of the leech. Come on, y'all, let's pray. We would not fall for the lies of the leech. However, it may appear, however it may come in our life, God. We shut it down now in the name of Jesus. God, I recognize that you let this change on purpose, so I'm going to roll with the change. Father, we thank you that we're leech-free in Jesus' name. I, I want to take this a little bit further. Let's go here. When you look at a leech, a leech normally carries bacteria, viruses, and parasites from previous blood sources that can be retransmitted from person to person. Here's what I'm going to pray against now. We want to pray against anything that's been transferred to you from somebody else. Because some of you all, watch me, you don't have an issue with the issue. Uh, you don't have an issue with the person. It's that something has been transferred to you 
from somebody else. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray and we shut down, God, any retransmissions that may have been uh, uh, transmitted to us uh, uh, through conversation, transmitted to us uh, through email, through text, through the passing of information, but that it was not godly, that it was negative. In Jesus' name. So, God, we shut that down in the realm of the spirit that we would not carry any uh, virus, God, not, uh, uh, in terms of the way we think, that we would not carry any bacteria in terms of the way we handle life, God, that we would not let other people's problems become our problem, that we would not let other people's negativity become our negativity right now in the name of Jesus. Can I take this further? Oh, God, do your thing. A leech releases uh, uh, a, an anesthetic to present the host from feeling the leech. And there are certain things that, watch me, that the longer you've been around a leech, you don't feel, but that you should feel. My God, what you don't feel, but you should feel. Let's cover that. God, I pray that you would restore the, the sensitivity in the areas that we have not been feeling because there has been a leech attached to that area. There's been a leech that's been taking our focus off of prayer, a leech taking our focus off of worship, a leech taking our focus off of serving, a leech taking our service off of giving, a leech taking our service, uh, uh, our focus off of the things of God and making the kingdom first. In Jesus' name, God, so that it affects how we feel. We're not even sensitive to the fact that we're wrong. We're not even sensitive to the fact that we needed to change. We're not even sensitive to the fact that we need to do different. We're not even sensitive to the fact that it's not everybody else, but it's us. God, we pray that you would restore our sensitivity because of the areas that the leech has tried to steal. In the name of Jesus. Let's take this further, y'all. Since this popped up and my prayer video went down, let's take it further and cover this in prayer. It takes another person to help you identify and pull the leech off. Because more often than not, the leech will attach itself, watch me, on your back. Can I go deeper on prayer? Because in the scripture, we are only given armor. Let's talk. For watch me, for the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, uh, the shield of faith, the belt of truth, our feet shod with the preparation. We are never given any armor spiritually for our back. Pay attention, which means you need somebody because that's where a leech will often attack itself to help you see there's a leech right there. God. In Jesus' name, I pray that through prayer tonight, that, Lord, you would show us where the leeches are. Use prayer tonight, God, as a vessel to reveal where the leeches are in the name of Jesus because you can't identify a leech on your own more often than not because it attached itself somewhere that you did not have armor, number one. It attached itself somewhere where you are not able to see. And so, Father, in Jesus' name, in prayer, I got the back. Use prayer tonight, God, to get everybody's back. Come on, can I just say he's got my back? Type it on the screen. He's got my back. Use prayer tonight, God to get our backs covered so that every area where we cannot easily reach, where we cannot easily see, where it would be revealed so it can be healed. It'd be revealed so it would be healed. It'd be revealed so it could be healed. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Come on, can I get you to put a praise on the screen? I'm about to take this thing further. If you're just coming into prayer, I need you to share. I need you to share. We're on tons of platforms tonight. 
I need you to share, all right? My, my video for prayer went down, but this quote is powerful because it says this, a leech it, uh, uh, isn't after you, it's after what you are connected to. Let me go further with this. Uh, the leech secretes an anti-clogging enzyme in the natural called herodin uh, into the host bloodstream. The anti-clotting messes up your blood flow and your blood won't clot. Instead, your blood just hemorrhages. In other words, you will begin to leak. You will begin to leak blood because your blood can't clot. Watch me. Uh, we, what, what does blood represent in the scripture? It represents everybody. It represents life. In other words, when you've got a leech attached to you, you will begin to leak life. And consequently, you will begin to feel, watch me naturally, uh, literally in your life, you'll begin to feel tired. Who am I talking to? Wave with me. You'll begin to feel discouraged. Wave with me. You'll begin to feel like there's more against you than for you. If I'm talking to you, wave at me. You will begin to feel like because you're leaking blood. You're leaking blood. And blood represents life in scripture. That's why the woman with the issue of blood, what she really had was an issue. Pay attention. What she really had was an issue of life. Pay attention. You will begin to feel like nothing is worth fighting for. You will begin to feel like, you know what? I'm over this. I'm done with this. I don't care. And I come to get life back into you tonight. The Bible said that he has come that we might have life and life more abundantly. So tonight, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke the hemorrhage of life that you may have been having. I rebuke the hemorrhage of life that you may be having. I rebuke the hemorrhage of life that you may be having. But watch me, the enemy wanted to get you fighting people. Your issue is not people. Your issue is that there's a leech. The enemy wanted you to begin to get angry with people. And it is not people. It is because there's a leech. The enemy wanted you to begin to say, I'm done with people. I'm sick of people. Can't stand people. I'm over this. But tonight I've come to speak life. God, let this switch on purpose into you tonight. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke your hemorrhage. I rebuke your hemorrhage. I rebuke your hemorrhage. I rebuke your hemorrhage of life. You shall live and you shall not die. I pray your focus return. I pray that your focus return and return stronger than it was before. In the name of Jesus, I declare that you will wake up with passion for life. I declare that you will get up with excitement for life. Come on, y'all. I need you in those comments. I declare that you will get up and you will have Zoe life. That's Greek, which means you have so much life. You are bringing others back to life. I pray. Watch me. I hear the Lord loud and clear. For many of you, the leech, watch me. The leech has already left your life, but you're still bleeding. The leech has already left your life, but you're still bleeding. But tonight, I pray, God, that you would end the hemorrhage. Come on. If I am talking to you in prayer tonight, I need you to type that on the screen. End it. If you don't know how to spell hemorrhage, I'll spell it for you. H-E-M-O-R-R-H-A-G-E-S. Watch me. That's a big word. That's a long word to type it. Just say, Lord, end it. He'll know. End it. End it. End it. End it. End it. End it right now in the name of Jesus. And for that, God, we say thank you. And for that, God, we say thank you. And for that, God, we say thank you. And for that, God, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody, every platform, say amen right there. Let's go further on this leech thing. Again, if you're just coming in, y'all are like, oh, my God, what's up, Bishop? Um, so normally I have a prayer video. It just went off, but then these three pictures just came up. And one of them in the middle is a quote, and it talks about something I preached about before. A leech isn't after what you, uh, after you, it's after what you are connected to. And so what I want to do is just take this a little further. I believe that it's a divine interruption.
and to divine interruption. Can I just um, say this for some of you all? When things, uh, uh, when your normal flow gets interrupted, many of you tense up, many of you, you get mad, frustrated, and angry. Can I tell you, watch me, uh, that God is getting ready. Listen, um, yesterday I did a pop-up prayer on Facebook. And I need you to hear me. This is going to be a week of supernatural suddenlies for you. And what does that mean? It's, it means that God is literally, Isaiah 48 teaches, God says, I have I spoken it. I have spoken it. I've spoken it. I've spoken it. That Wow. That's what someone said. That's the only thing I can see is the quote. Wow. Because on this camera, that's up. That's it. On this camera, that's all you can see. If you're watching on Facebook and YouTube and all that, you can see all three. And if you're over here, you can just see part of that quote. All right. Um, but that means uh, God says, I have spoken it. I have released it. And then he said, and then all of a sudden I acted. All of a sudden I acted. Can you type the word suddenly on the screen? All of a sudden I acted. Here's what I need you to get tonight on every platform for prayer. Um, if you're expecting a suddenly, you say, God, do something to build my mind. That means he's going to interrupt what you had planned. <laughs> Listen to me. He's going to interrupt what you had planned. I want to use this simple thing that just happened in prayer tonight to show you how to handle it. Come on, y'all. Because for most people, you'd be fiddling with the remote trying to get back. Yes, Trying to get back to what you had planned. Don't ask him for a suddenly if you're going to try to put it back to what you had planned. Who am I talking to tonight? Don't ask him for a suddenly if you're going to try to put it back to what you had planned. I planned for that normal prayer video that goes to play, but that got interrupted with something suddenly. And for many of you all, watch me, you're praying for something that you, watch me, that your desire to control doesn't even know how to handle. Y'all better listen to me. Type this on the screen. I release control. I release control. God, we release control tonight. Shout out to the six of you that have used badges to sew on the Bishop Foreman IG. God, we release control to you. If we're expecting things to happen suddenly, that means you're going to interrupt what we had planned, which means that we cannot sit here and fight trying to make it what we plan. You're going to interrupt what we plan. So we here it is, God, on Monday night in prayer. We tell you, God, we release control. Come on, here's the next thing we tell you, God. And we tell you, Lord, to have your way. Come on, y'all. I know that's old school, but let's go. We say, Lord, have your way. We don't have to know how, when, where, why. We just say, have your way. Here's the third thing we tell you, God. Give us the grace to not try to put it back to what we plan for it to be. Give us the grace to not try to put it back. I got the remote right here, and I can interrupt prayer to start fooling with this video. But watch me. The video, y'all better hear me is behind me. These cameras are in front of me. And if I start trying to mess with what's already changed, I'll be fooling with what's behind me instead of paying attention to what's ahead of me. God, we say we give up control. God, we say have your way. And God, we say give us the grace, God, to not try to make it what we thought it should be. Because when you do something suddenly, you're going to make it better. Can I get you on every platform to type better in all caps? When you do something suddenly, God, you're going to make it better. Eye hasn't seen, ear hasn't heard, neither has it entered the heart, which means the mind of man. You're going to make it better. We will not fool around trying to change it back to what we wanted it to be. We will accept, Father, that you have done a suddenly. Yanda basaya. 
you have done a suddenly and we accept it. Come on, I need you to type. I know I'm having you to type a lot, I'm having you to say a lot. Let's go. We accept it, God. We accept it, God. Because it's better. We accept it, God, because it's better. We accept it, God, because it's in front of us. We accept it, God, because you would not bring something to us that would cause us to regress. You would bring something to us that causes us to progress. In Jesus' name we pray. Can I get everybody right there to just type amen on every platform right there? Come on, type amen, 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 amen. I gotta grab, I gotta grab this cord. Real quick, because I knocked that, <laughs> knocked this cord down. Listen, guys, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share uh, this video tonight across all of these platforms. Um, if you're just joining us, we join together every Monday night to pray on a variety of digital platforms. It's also released on our podcast. I want to encourage you to get our app if you don't have it. How do you get our app? You're going to text the word HARVEST to the phone number 877-552-4746. That's the number, 877-552-4746. When you do that, you can get our app. So many great things um, that are in there. Our podcast, you can watch live. Um, you can, um, there's so many resources that are in there. You can get Harvest Worship Music. Um, we just released our uh, a redo, um, a remake of the first song I ever wrote, which is called New Anointing. Listen to the lyrics of the song. I wrote this song when I was in one of the most challenging times of my life. And uh, I said, God, what is this? Watch me. God will always give you a song from every season. Somebody said, come on, Josh says I downloaded it yesterday. Come on now. Um, God will always give you a song for every season. And um, so that was the season. And literally every season of life, I have a song that goes along with it. This is why the Bible says, sing unto the Lord a new song. Because, of, because some of you all, you're in a new season, but you sing an old song. You're in a new season, but you're singing an old song. And so listen to the lyrics. The lyrics go, I have given you a new anointing. What does that mean? Anointing. It means grace. It means favor. It means super to your natural. To be anointed, you have to crush an olive. So God says, I know it's rough, but I needed to crush you. Come on. I know it's rough, but I needed to crush you. I have given you a new anointing. Uh, uh, I've given you a new assignment. What does that mean? Uh, uh, the song is called uh, Barbarez. It's called New Anointing. Barbarez is called New Anointing. All right, you can get it on iTunes. You can get it on anywhere digital music is sold. Uh, you can get it on our website too. Uh, you know, is the new one on our website? I don't know if the new one's on our website yet, but you can get it everywhere else digital music is sold. All right, um, I've given you a new anointing. I've given you a new assignment. What does this mean? Uh, assignment means um, as you mature, matriculate, grow in life, God will constantly stretch you. He will stretch you. He will stretch you. Um, which means, watch me, he doesn't begin, everybody please pay attention to this, I want to cover this in prayer. God is not going to reduce what he wants from you. Everybody look at me, he's going to increase what he wants from you. Wow. I'm going to say that again. Because some of you all, the Bible says this, he says some of you ought to be teachers by now. God is not going to reduce what he desires from you. Please pay attention. He is going to increase what he desires from you. Father, help us to realize you are not going to reduce what you want. You're going to increase what you want. They used to sing a song years ago called Zion is calling me to a higher place. Oh, y'all better hear me. God is not going to reduce. Some of y'all, watch me, especially if you've been with me for longer than a year, 
like you've been you you got enough word in you you got enough teaching in you you should have enough you should have enough in you to where more a demand can be put on you wow y'all better hear me he's increasing what he wants from you god and we will respond to the demand oh my god we will respond to the increase of what you desire from us god you don't reduce your demand you increase your demand everybody listen Every, for some of you all, there's been more put on you. And if, you, if you're not careful, you will bow out of the wrong thing. I hear God now. If you're not careful, you'll quit the wrong thing. You'll quit the stuff concerning God, talking about I got too much going on. And God says, no, if you quit that, then everything else you're doing is going to fall apart. I don't know who I'm talking to now, but I hear God loud and clear. God says, I want more from you, not less from you. I want more from you, not less from you. And watch me. And if you try to give me yes, I'm going to have to increase your warfare. If you try to give me less, I'm going to have to increase your warfare. And by this point, you ought to be able to handle way more than what you do it now. Okay. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me now. Where you, why y'all quiet? And by this point, you ought to be doing way more. By this point, you ought to be able to handle large sections of ministry now. But you want to reduce the requirements that are desired of you. I hear God loud now. He, he's like hollering in my ear. I come to, watch me. I've come to speak to you tonight and pray that you would respond to the demand of more from you. That you would respond to the demand of more from you. But look at me. That's what pressure is. Pressure is to get more out of you. And while you're crying about pressure, God says, I want more from you. By now, you ought to be doing more. By now, you ought to be a leader. By now, you ought to be able to handle more. By now, you ought to be able to, by now, you ought to be able to make more happen than what you're making happen. I don't know who I'm, who am I talking to right now? God says, I require more from you. And, and you putting your focus on the wrong thing. It's quiet here. My God. I, the verse of the song I've given you because our song, I was talking about our app. This is how I got the song. We just did a re-release of our new song. No, no, the first song I ever wrote. He says, I've given you a new anointing. Come on, I see you. I see you. I see you. Look at everybody saying me, 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 me. Look at this. 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 I've given you a new anointing. I've given you a new assignment. And that's the assignment. God says, I want more. I'm not going to do less. Listen, Paul, I've anointed you, so I want more from you. I expect more from you. I've given you much, so I expect more. To whom much is given, much is required. See, watch me. You get too much to give so little. I'm, 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 come on. Josh says, I just showed. Come on here. You get too much to give so little. And look at me, y'all. I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about more than that. You get too much to give so little. My God. Mm. I have given you a new anointing. I have given you a new assignment. God says, I put more pressure on you. I want more from you. I am taking you, here's the next part of the song, to a new place. New place. Watch me. New place doesn't just mean new physical place. Because what good is a new physical place if you're still the same old you? Father, I pray that we are not the same old us when we are in new places and stages and situations in life. My God. But I pray, God, that as you've given us a new anointing, a new assignment, as you take us to a new place, watch me. That's a new, not just physical place, but it is a new place, watch me, 
and ourselves. I pray that like David at 16, David found out there was a giant slayer in him. That was a new place in himself. God, it is not enough for us to simply be in new physical places and yet be the same old people. It is not enough to come out of Egypt and Egypt still be in us. It's not enough for us to walk out of bondage, but yet bondage still be in us. It is not enough for us to be in a new month, but still have old expectations. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's go further. I've given you a new anointing. I've given you a new assignment. I am taking you to a new place. And then here's what he told me. Conquer and subdue. Conquer means fight and win. Father, look, 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 look. Father, give us the grace to fight and win. The fight's not over until we have won. Oh, my God. I just need you to type win on the screen. Win, W-I-N. Father, give us the grace to fight and to win. Give us the grace to conquer. To conquer involves conquest. Conquest involves us lasting long enough to see the win. Lasting long enough to see the win. I pray that we would not let no stop our conquer. I pray that we would not let people stop our conquer. I pray that we would not allow negativity to stop our conquer. I pray that we would not allow doubt to stop our conquer. You told me I'm taking you to a new place. And then God, you said conquer. That means win. Fight until you win. Fight until you win. Fight until you win. Conquer and subdue. Subdue means shut the mouth of your enemy. Subdue means to quieten your enemy. Father, we shall subdue because we have dominion. What does that mean, God? That our enemy will see our win and they're going to have to shut their mouths. We will not have to pray for this. They will see this. They will see our win and we will shut their mouths in Jesus' name. Can I just get you to put a digital praise? We've been going for 33 minutes straight. Can I get you to just put a digital praise on the screen? You will fight until you win. Until you win. Everybody watch me. Some of you all, here's your here's your challenge. Your challenge when you're fighting is that when you're when you're dealing with this concept, is that you are only considering it a win if you get another person to do what you want them to do. Let me go here. Let's go here. You only consider it a win. I hear people sometimes say, you know, I'm I, I am. I am fighting for my marriage. I am fighting for this. I am fighting for that. I am fighting for that. And many times what they're fighting for is to get somebody else to change. Listen to me. Listen to me very carefully. Your fight, you can't control what somebody else does. Your fight, watch me, is you winning. And sometimes you winning is you saying, I have done absolutely everything I can do. And God, what I can't do, you have to do. But I've done everything I can do. Stop thinking it's a win because you got somebody to do what you wanted to do. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. Pay close attention to what I'm about to say. I'm about to set somebody free right now. You're about to get your freedom right now. You ready? Even God created judgment. Judgment means correction by force. Even God created judgment as a means to deal with those who intentionally defy what he says. I'm going to say that again, and I'm going to say it slowly so you get it. Even God created judgment as a means to discipline those who defy what he says. What are you trying to tell me, Bishop? 
that even God, watch me, watch me, pay close attention, recognizes that no matter how much he loves some people, no matter how much he's there for some people, no, ma no matter how much he does for some people, that they are never going to change. Ooh, let me set you free tonight, which means stop putting the your win on the altar of somebody else changing. That right there deserves an offering. That right there deserves an offering. Stop putting your win on the altar of somebody else changing. Father, we will not put our win on the altar of somebody else changing. Because even you recognize, God, that there's some people who were never going to change. So you created judgment as a way to discipline them for their refusal to change. My God. Come on, type these words on the screen. It's off of me. It's off of me. It's off of me. So I'm talking about, but Lord, I'm just not winning because of my kids. Did you listen to what you just said? Them your kids, that's not you. You didn't fail because they don't do right. You didn't fail. Who am I talking to? Whatever parent that is, wave your hand right now. You didn't fail because your husband won't do right. You didn't fail because your wife won't do right. That's not your failure. You didn't fail because uh, uh, somebody won't do what they're supposed to do. That's not your failure. Let me set a pastor free tonight. Sir, man of God. It is not your failure because your people didn't follow what you said. They didn't listen to Moses. They didn't listen to Jesus. It's not your fault if they don't take what you teach them and use it. It's not your fault. It's off of you. I Come on. I release you from the bondage that the devil has tried to put you under. Like It's your fault. Y'all, we in a flow tonight on prayer. It's off of me. It's not your fault that your friend is trifling. And that's not, you didn't lose because they won't get better. That's not your, that's off of you. That's off of you. Jesus was good to Judas and he still betrayed him. If God got betrayed, what makes you think you are exempt? It's off of you. Some of you are, I just want them to love me. Maybe you're going to need to find you somebody else. It is not your fault. Well, I just I just need to figure out what I need to do to make them love me. Make them love you? You sound foolish. I rebuke the foolery of your statement. Love is not an accomplishment. It's not an achievement. It's a decision. Who am I talking to? Wave at me tonight, prayer. Who am I talking to? Talk to me in these comments, y'all. It's off of me. It's off of you. For every business owner, I just kind of get these employees to do this. Let me tell you something. Well, I was in Birmingham. I was in Birmingham. I was uh, uh, in line. And so if you missed my preview on Saturday night, um, you don't understand the story. But essentially, I was um, in Birmingham. I was supposed to leave on Thursday. They had a computer issue. It was several hours. You sat on a plane. Uh, I was supposed to be back in Denver by 6 Mountain Time. And uh, I, um, we didn't get out of the airport until maybe almost midnight Central Time. All right? And so in all of that, um, what ended up happening, y'all, uh, is that I was standing in line talking to a gentleman. A gentleman comes up and uh, he introduces himself. He says, hi, I'm Bill. Uh, whatever his last name was, I'm Bill. And he says, oh, I, I run a veterinary clearing and all that. And uh, chief executive, he's talking about his life in the whole nine. I was, but nobody knew I was in Birmingham. So nobody knew, nobody knew. Um, and so, um, and so at any rate, because I was in Denver and Birmingham at the same time. Uh, so listen, wow, look at that. I literally, look, it's all for me. Come on here. Um, and so guys, if you're just coming in, let me know where you're watching from and make sure you share this tonight. All right. I need you to let me know where you're watching from and share. 
So, so um, he starts talking about his employees and he says, you know, he's owned his practice for years. And everybody listen to me, every company in the world, in the world, and I love you though, every company in the world is dealing with staffing challenges. Everybody look at me, every company in the world, there are companies that are literally paying people next day, fast food restaurants, paying 21, $25 an hour, paying people next day because they can't get people to work. They can't get people to work. Um, let me say this to every business owner, to every entrepreneur, it's off you. Stop saying, oh, these employees, let, let, me, let me help you with this. Let me help you with this. Let me help you with this. People who don't value things will never find value in anything. And, and pay attention. You literally, the man was standing and talking, so he just begins to talk about his staffing issues. He was like, man, he said, it doesn't matter what I do. These people, He said, the people just won't work. I said, well, everybody's dealing with that. He said, you know, I'm down a few staff people now. He said, I, he said it doesn't matter what I pay them. If, the, if you ask them to work, they just won't work. If you ask them to do something, they just won't do it. I said, this is crazy. This is crazy. To every business owner, to every entrepreneur, everybody look at me. It's off of you. Stop thinking, oh, if I change this, if I change that, if I change this. Right now, and to be honest, in Denver in particular, chief executives have been complained, have complained about the workforce in Denver for years, which is why you see so many people moving here from places like Dallas, places like Houston, other places, because they have complained about the workforce for years. Um, you can look that up for yourself. Everybody look at me, every CEO, every entrepreneur, every business owner, like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Everybody look at me, nothing's wrong. It's off of you. It's off of you. If you're a business owner right now and you're dealing with challenges with staffing, type that on the screen. It's off of me. It's off of you. Now, that doesn't mean it's not your problem to still solve, but it doesn't mean that there's necessarily something you did to deal with that. Some of you are on your jobs right now. They, you're doing the job of two and three and four and five people and, and, and you get mad at your boss. Can I be honest with you? You know, maybe they just ain't got nobody else that can, that can do it. It's off of you. Do not think that it's it's necessarily something with you. All right? It's off of you. Every supervisor, what's wrong with these people? All I ask them to do is do this. They won't do it. It's off of you. The world is dealing with that right now. The, the, the government, the governor of Colorado, his office senses these things all the time with these updates. And literally, there are so many state jobs that have been sitting open. I'm talking about director level, executive level positions at the state that have been sitting open and vacant for several months because they can't fill them. It's off of you. Can you can everybody just breathe? It's off of you. Can everybody just breathe? Just say it's off of me. You you everybody listen. You didn't lose because you. Because see, I, I understand, doctor. I understand. You didn't lose because you couldn't get a person to change. Did you hear me? You didn't lose because you couldn't get a person to change. That's not that's not your responsibility. That's not your responsibility. It's not. You didn't lose because of that. Now it doesn't mean that you're not gonna have to deal with the fact that they won't change, but don't take it personal because some of you all. I want to rebuke this in the spirit. Some of you all are questioning your call. Mm -mm, I'm coming for you tonight. You're questioning your calling because you can't seem to win with some people. Pay attention with some people. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I rebuke that now. 
in the name of Jesus. I rebuke that now in the name of Jesus. If you have been questioning your call, I need you to just say, I rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm not letting the devil. I told you we were coming for that leech on your back. I'm not letting the devil tell you. I'm not letting you tell yourself. Here's what I just heard. I'm not letting generational curses, because guess what? Everybody in your bloodline always quit when it got rough. But you, I speak to the curse breaker in you. I speak to the line crosser in you. I speak to the boundary breaker in you. I speak to the history maker in you. And in Jesus' name, I say, rise up. Rise up in the name of Jesus. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, can, can I do this with this leech thing? Because, again, if you're just coming in, this thing on the screen, this thing on the screen, um, normally it's a prayer video. It just popped up to this and went down. But 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 this thing, is, it says a leech isn't after what you're after. It's after what you're connected to. And, and the Bible talks about this scripture. Um, the Bible says that a leech has two daughters. Give me and give me some more. Um, and, and I want to deal I want to deal with this real fast. I want to deal with this uh, real, real, real fast. Um, oh, my God. A leech. Let's go. A leech um, is a noun. Person, place, thing, or idea. 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 And if you came into prayer late, you got to go back and look at the beginning. A person, place, thing, uh, or idea. Um, and, and here's what happens. Uh, here's some of the ways leeches can manifest. Ready? Um, when you're always responding to critics, let's go. Watch me. When you're chasing things, that's a leech. When you're worrying about things you can't change, that's a leech. And if I name something that, that hits you, just pray right there and just say, I release that. I release that. All right. Responding to critics. There's a difference between somebody being a critic and a problem solver. A problem solver says, here's the problem. Here's what I suggest to solve it. A critic just wants to point out problems, just wants to point out things that they deem to be wrong. And, and I've learned to never take critique from, um, I've learned to be very selective about where I take critique from. Everybody listen, I only, listen to this, this is going to save some of y'all. You, I only accept critique from who is above me. Now, I can get ideas from anybody. I can learn from anybody. But critique, I only accept critique from those that are above me. Because those that are above me have a better view of me. I pray that some, some of y'all, that's going to set you free right there. You need Lisa. You're responding to people who aren't above you. What does that mean? That leadership, a leader, pastor, spiritual leadership. Uh, 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 if you're in a business environment, your boss, um, you know, whatever, someone that's above you. They have a better view of you. You're taking critique from people who can't even, watch me, who couldn't sit one day in your seat. That'd be like me listening to somebody who's never been a pastor, never been a bishop, and letting them tell me how to do what I do. You don't have a clue on how to do what I do. You would, you would, you literally would ball up like a baby and cry five minutes in my seat. Five minutes in my seat, because you have no clue. You see me on Sundays in the pulpit. You see me on Wednesdays in the pulpit. You see me on Monday night prayer. You see me do these previews. You see me out of the gym. And I make, watch me, 
I'm anointed to make what I do look easy. But if you had a half of a clue of the stuff that I that, that comes to my way, and I'm not complaining, God is good. I got this. I got this. You would be howling like a baby. Watch me. There are people who like to critique you, but don't have the ability to do what you do. Come on, you got to be careful. Be careful. You got to be, because that's the leech. Because then you're going to be sitting there. But listen, you can learn from anybody. You learn from anybody. But critique, oh no, I won't, I won't take critique from those that don't have the ability to do what I do. Because you don't, you don't know what you're critiquing. Right? You don't know what you're critiquing. A student, oh, I am everybody. I can learn from everybody. Come on. I can learn from everybody. But if you had a clue, a clue, a half, a half a clue of the stuff that's dealt with, you you literally, you literally do not, you would you would say to me, Bishop, why do you do this? And I would respond because God called me to do it. Y'all better hear me today. All right. So I've learned to do that. I I encourage some of y'all to put that. I only respond, I only take critique from those above me. And I take it and I take it. I only take critique that way. I can learn from anybody, but critique, I only take that from people who actually know how to do what I do and can do what I do and have done what I do and do what I do in a greater way than what I do. It. Other than that, why would I take, why would I, why, why, I mean, that's foolish. That's like the lion asking the sheep. Y'all ready for this? This is about to set somebody free. Oh my God, it's already 748. Y'all ready? That's like a lion. Why y'all getting quiet in these comments? That's like a lion asking the sheep, how should I be? How should I be a better lion? What's the first thing that the sheep's going to say? Well, you should stop roaring. Oh, my God. Father, help us not to respond to the leech of a critic that we ought not hear. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. The first thing the sheep's going to tell the lion is you should stop roaring. The second thing the sheep is going to tell the lion, and you should stop chasing animals. Because that's the job, though. Third thing, well, you should stop eating sheep. You should stop eating sheep. Fourth thing, shouldn't you just, you should just eat grass. If I eat what you eat, sheep, I'll die. Y'all better listen to me today. Y'all better hear me today. If I eat what you eat, I'll die. A sheep can eat grass, but a lion has to eat meat. It's a carnivore. Y'all better come on here. Come on here, Jackie. Come on here, Ruth. Come on, Indigo. Come on, Jacqueline. Come on, Nikki. Y'all better hear me. For some, there, there are other people. Listen, the Bible says, Proverbs 28, the righteous was bold as a lion. Let me tell you why you're on prayer tonight. Let me tell you why you have any level of connection to me. It's because there's a lion in you, and God connects lions to lions. He connects eagles to eagles. Iron sharpens iron. You're connected to me in any way, shape, form, or fashion because there's something about you that is strong, so you need strength to speak into you. You couldn't you couldn't respond to no punk past. And I'm not talking about any man of God. Y'all know I'm a pro man of God guy. I love every man of God, even if I don't. <laughs> all right? I'm only going to, uh, all right? All right? But there's, you need strength. You have to be spoken to with strength. You got what I'm saying? So if I started taking counsel from sheep about how to be a lion, I will do everything I'm not supposed to. I will be eating what they say I should eat. I'm going to talk how they say I should talk. The next thing the lion's going to say is we really think that you need to stop all of that, stop all of that, um, you know, all of that, that, uh, that, uh, that running you're doing, chasing, chasing, chasing the herds. Can't you just come and talk to us? Can't you just have a conversation with us? No, I'm a lion. Lions roar. I'm a lion. Lions eat sheep. I'm a lion. 
Okay, you understand the analogy? I pray that you would not respond to the leech of someone lesser. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful or demeaning way. But you have to only take critique. You can learn from anybody, but you only take critique from those above you. That I just saved somebody a lot of money on their car insurance right there. I I just saved somebody a lot of money on their cars on their on their uh, car insurance right there. All right, watch me. Here, let me get another leech. Chasing things. When you chase things, you're out of order. That's the leech. Matthew six thirty three. Seek ye first the kingdom. What did God tell you to chase money? No. Did God tell you to chase position? No. Did God tell you to chase a job? No. Y'all better hear me today. Come on here. So David said, correction at its finest. Come on here. Did God, did, did God tell you to chase? Uh, I was going to say another word. Did he tell you to chase relationships? No. I was going to say another word. Y'all better talk to me these comments before that word come out of my mouth. I feel like a no feel today. I still got to go work out. I did 15 miles today and I couldn't make it to the gym because I need to be on time for prayer. All right. God, you're out of order if you're chasing anything. Listen, uh, when David went to fight Goliath, he did not take, watch me. He did not take, uh, uh, um, let me say it like this. When David went to fight Goliath, the only thing he was able to do is say, I beat a lion, I beat a bear. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? I beat a lion, I beat a bear. Who's this uncircumcised Philistine? Let's back it up. When Saul finds David in Jesse's house, David didn't give, David didn't give his resume. Y'all better listen. God brought his name up. All right. Which means I seek this kingdom first. What is that? If I do those five T's, time, faithful church attendance, in the building or digital, talent, serving in church, in the building or digital, testimony, inviting people to church, in the building or digital. Can somebody type these five T's as I'm giving it to you? All right. Uh, the time, talent, um, uh, uh, testimony, thirst, prayer, praise and worship, treasure, faithful giving, those five T's. If I, watch me, that's the encapsulation of the kingdom. If I pursue those things, he says, watch me, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Pay attention. His righteousness means this. I stay, uh, watch me, it doesn't mean perfection. Because I'm righteous, I strive to live righteously. It doesn't mean per perfect. All right, means I'm in right standing with God. If I do that, stuff chases me. If I reverse that order and you chasing money, chasing booty, chasing all this here, I said it, chasing everything else, you are out of order and you need to come into order. It's a leech because I just got to get this money. I got to make this paper, Bishop. You're, it's a leech. That's why you feel, watch me, that's why no matter how much money you get, you're never satisfied because it's a leech. It's a leech. It's a leech. Come on, type this on the screen. I will not chase anything. Type it on the screen. I will not chase anything. It's a no filter prayer. I will not chase anything. All right? It's a not, I will not chase anything. Come to order. All right? Here's the next thing. When you're worrying about things you can't change, that's a leech. It's a leech. The Lord told me a long time ago, he said, son, why are you worried about that? I said, well, Lord, he said, son, you can't change that. Leave that alone. He said, leave that alone. He said, leave that alone. Leave that alone. Leave that alone. Leave that alone. You're worried about things that you cannot change. Stop it. But I just, I just, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. That's a leech, y'all. That's a leech, y'all. Come on, Leon. I won't chase anything. Come on, Tina. I won't chase anything. Come on, Christina. I won't chase anything. Come on, Minnie. 
I won't chase anything. Come on, Asia, I won't chase anything. Come on, Angela, I will not chase anything. Come on, Jelani, I will not chase anything. And I will not worry about things I can't change. I will not. I will not. Some of y'all, your greatest leech is that you literally are sitting up worried about stuff you can't change. Worry is about the future. Many of you don't worry. You have rumination. Rumination is about the past. You sitting up here trying to change something that's literally impossible to change. Let's go to this next one because we got to finish. We got five, four minutes and we got to go. Oh, my God. I, I always pray about what to pray about. And I said, Lord, again, true to his form. Again, if you came in late, you're like, what is this stuff over the back of the screen? My prayer video went down and this was here. And then this quote on this scripture, on this picture here triggered me going into praying about leeches. So this is what God wanted us to pray about tonight. Um, next leech, living in a graveyard. Come on, type this on the screen. I will not live in a graveyard. What does that mean? Living in the past. Some of y'all need some new victories because the only thing you talk about is old ones. Only thing you talk about is old ones. Come on, Houston. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Some of y'all need new victories. Because you're talking, girl, I was prom queen of King Heights, 1989. Baby, it's 2021. I need you to get some new victories. Watch me. I need you to not live in past successes. God, I pray that you would give us new success, new wins, so we do not live in a graveyard. I remember when I was married. You're not now. Get out the graveyard. I remember when I had that. You don't now. Get out the graveyard. I remember those friends. They ain't friends no more. Get out of the graveyard. That's a leech. It's torture. It is torture. Come on, Brad. Come on, Samantha. Come on, Adrian. Come on, Cardina. Come on, Nisha. Come on, Dominic. It's a graveyard. It's a graveyard. And it's a leech. It literally will suck the life out of you. Watch me. Here's the next one. I'm going to give you four more. And then we got we to we stop prayer. Four more. You ready? Can I give you four more? Four more. Refusing to change. Listen, if you want to be the same person you were tomorrow, today, Christian, you 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 serve the wrong God. Everybody, look at me. Um, one of my one of the more difficult parts of pastoring is when you deal with people. Come on here, Laura. When you deal with people who, um, instead of changing, they want to reinforce who they are. Please listen to me. Please listen to me. Please listen to me. You have to be careful. Come on here, Jacqueline. I love it. Um, you have to be careful that like if you want to be the same person, then like Jesus isn't your guy. Like go get a dead God. Like go do another. Go do another guy. Go get a dead God. Jesus isn't your guy. Y'all better hear me because Jesus is going to make you better. He wants you to change. You don't come to church to hear the word to keep being who you were. Can I just get you to release this prayer? I won't fight change. Come on, speak it out of your mouth. I won't fight change. I won't fight change. Come on, y'all. Come on here, show me this. I won't fight change. God is not interested in the Monday version of you tomorrow. He's over that you. He's over that you. And watch me. He won't force you to change. He will put you in circumstances that will force you to change, but you're going to have to do the changing. Listen, listen, especially, let me just say this for those connected to Harvest. Listen, the goal is not for you to reinforce who you are. Some people fight so hard to I'm this, I'm this, I'm that. 
listen, Paul was all of that. Paul was trained at the Sanhedrin. Paul had money. Paul had, had it all. Paul had Gucci, Prada, Louis, all that of his day. He was a religious leader. He was on the Sanhedrin. Paul was educated. Paul had all of these things. And the Lord literally knocks him off of his animal and says, let me tell you something, Paul. Hey, listen, that was cute back then, but I'm not interested in that version of you anymore. I want to use you to change the world, Paul. Paul, the only thing you were doing is that you were changing. Watch me. You were changing other Hebrews. I want to use you, Paul, to go into the world. And I can't use you, Paul, if you are fighting me to be the same old you. I don't want that you no more. I want a new you. So every day I have, cannot be, I cannot fight change. I cannot fight change. Come on, y'all. Let's spend a minute there. God, we will not fight change. It's a leech. Watch me. It is a leech when we refuse to change. Because you literally have to put us on hold. You literally have to put us on pause we, we you can't push play because the we the person we need to be for next we're not yet oh my god but i need you to type this on the screen please i will not fight change come on apostle i will not fight change stop talking about this who i am to hell with that that's not who you are and i literally mean what i said to hell with that uh, one of the greek words for hell um deals with the, uh, is the word tartarus it means the underworld let's send that you to hell Mm -mm. My Monday me, I don't need him on Tuesday. I need to be better. My Wednesday me, I don't need my Tuesday me. I need to be better. Come on, can I just get you to put a praise on the screen? If you want God to consistently make you better, stop fighting for change. Stop fighting to be right. Stop fighting to say, well, this is what I think. This is what I feel. This, no, that's who you were. That's not who he's making you. If you want to stay the change, get you another God because you don't want this one. If you want to remain the same, get you another God because you don't want this one. Go get you a dead God. Go get you Buddha or something. Go get you somebody that's dead that doesn't require change. Oh, my God. This is why when you see certain Christians, I don't know that I believe in it because you don't want to change. That's why you want to serve a dead God because he doesn't require change because he's not alive. Only a dead God will let you stay the same. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Okay. I got to stop because it's 801. We got to end prayer right here. Father, thank you for tonight. You you interrupted. You gave us a sudden. You changed the flow tonight. And Father, we end with that, that we will not fight change of ourselves because it's a leech. Father, make us better every day. That's what we're doing. Every day we're competing with yesterday's version of ourselves in Jesus' name. Listen, guys, I want you to, um, um, to, to, to post that quote of mine. And when you do tag me in it, tag Harvest Church in it on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Let, let's let's get this out to a few thousand people. Let, let, he says, I can't clock back into work like this. Flow Bishop, come on here. Um, listen, guys, listen, 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 listen. I want you to put that quote. It's a quote I live by. I am in competition with yesterday's version of myself. Quote Bishop Kevin Foreman. Um, some of you all, you, you have so many issues with people because you compete with people. And the best people complete people. There's a man of God on there right now who I'm so excited for what God's doing in his life. I'm, I'm happy. For, I'm clapping for him. Um, I'm excited about it. I'm in competition with yesterday's version of myself, of myself. And for some of y'all, come on here, Eric, I love it. For some of y'all, the, the reason that life is not what you want is because you're fighting change. 
And you need to literally be in competition with yesterday's version. I'm trying to beat the hell out of the yesterday version of me. And I mean what I said. All right. Hell, three Greek words. Hades, which deals with the underworld. Death. Tartarus, which deals with the underworld. Gehenna, which means hot trash. Put that in the hot trash. Gehenna literally is a hot trash heap outside of the city. I'm in competition with yesterday's version of myself. I'm in competition with yesterday's version of myself. This, this why, watch me. This is why I don't have time to be in your business. I'm so busy fighting yesterday's me. I'm so busy fighting yesterday's me. All right. Here's what I want to do to end prayer tonight, God. Guys, so tomorrow night I'm going to give you a preview of the word uh, on Wednesday. It's going to be amazing. There'll be a preview of it at nine o'clock tomorrow. Um, make sure you pay attention to our app. Get our app. Text Harvest to eight seven seven five five two. Four seven four six because I might not do it uh, tomorrow on um, on Instagram. I may do it on another platform. All right. So yesterday I did a pop up on Inst uh, Facebook. It was great. I may do it on another platform. All right. Here's what I want to do. If prayer bless you, so into it. Bless what blesses you. Thank you for that prayer for me. Bless uh, what blesses you. Um, tomorrow night I will take prayer requests. We will do prayer requests and things tomorrow night since we ran out of time tonight. If you were late on the prayer or you missed it, please do yourself a favor. Go back. And listen to the beginning of it. Um, in order to sow in the prayer, you can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman, uh, with the number two at the end. You can also use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, all of those different giving methods are available for you. Or go to our website. Let me also say this real quick, too. Um, 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 yesterday, we sent um, uh, $1,000 to different churches and what have you. And uh, the Lord told me to bless, uh, I blessed the man of God today that originally was responsible, the leading bishop was responsible for my consecration to the bishop. We sowed into him today too, which is awesome. And uh, in addition to that, um, we posted the video today on the Bishop Foreman social media. We're about to bless the small, and I don't wanna say small business. I hate the term small business. Don't ever let nobody call your business small. Mm -mm, mm -mm. If you're a business owner, say not small and put it in all caps. If you're a business owner or entrepreneur, put in all caps, not small, not small. Don't ever let nobody say small. I, like when people say, you know, oh, you got your little business. I don't say little when you talk about my stuff. Mm -mm, don't put that on me. Not small. Um, you have a booming, a booming, a booming enterprise. Don't ever let people put labels on your stuff and accept it. Um, uh -uh, don't do that. Um, so we're going to bless somebody. So guys, share that video, tag businesses in that video. We're going to bless them. We're going to place a substantial order with them this week. The reason we didn't say the number of the orders, because it depends on what the business is. So if the business sells, um, you know, if they sell $500 hats and we say we're going to place a $500 order, that's one hat. You see what I'm saying? So that's why we didn't say how much we're going to do. We're just going to do a substantial order with that business. And every business sells something different. So we'll see it. And then we're going to bless them this week. All right. Lastly, if you're on prayer tonight, um, I want to ask you when you hop off. Um, so I want to encourage you to share this on any platform that you're on. Share it on your page. Share it on your interesting story. Share it, guys. We're like 500 and a little less than 515 decisions. We want to see a thousand people give their lives to the Lord. I need your help to make that happen. All right. In addition to that, um, if you're on prayer tonight and you're not a Christian, tonight is your night. God's coming to get you tonight. Um, three, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure on whatever platform you're on. I just want for you to do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. One, God's coming to get you. Two, three, if that's you, you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Do that hand wave emoji. 
or say it's me right now. Do that hand wave emoji or say it's me right now. Do that hand wave emoji, say it's me right now. We're praying for you. Can I have my prayer warriors? Mr. Buddha, prayer warriors. Everybody, everybody's a prayer warrior. We don't have a prayer department at Harvest. We don't have a prayer ministry at Harvest. Everybody's supposed to pray. When you make something a ministry, you're saying that everybody can't do it. Everybody can do that. All right. Come on. If you need to give your life to the Lord for the first time or recommit yourself to the Lord, let's do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. Let me also say this while you are responding. Let me also say this while you are responding um, is that if you tonight, uh, if you're in Atlanta, I'd love for you to be a part of our Harvest Church Atlanta launch team. How can you get more information about that? Text H-C-A-T-L to 877-552-4746. All right. Come on, Warriors on deck. Come on, Christine, Warriors on deck. I love it. 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 Can I get a scripture to sow? Absolutely. Let me give you this. Uh, this scripture. Um, let me give you that scripture from Proverbs. That's Proverbs 30 and 15. Something with those numbers, 30 and 15. Everybody pray this prayer with me as people are still responding to give their lives to the Lord tonight. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Say, thank you for your love for me. Say, thank you, God, that you died so I could have life and life more abundantly. I give you my life tonight in Jesus' name. I will not be afraid of change. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. You just prayed that prayer for the first time. Recommitted yourself to the Lord. Take your phone out. Text the word decision to 877. It's right there on the screen if you're on these two methods, if you're on these two, it's not on the screen for you on the Instagram pages. You can do it that way. Guys, I love you again. It's 809. We're a little over tonight, but I pray that you were blessed tonight. Were you blessed? I know it went a few minutes over, but were you blessed? Church was just amazing. Both experiences were amazing yesterday. And I want you to remember, I wasn't supposed to preach. The Lord did a sudden. Bishop Bright couldn't be with us. I wasn't supposed to preach. Already this week, um, the Lord has given another shift and another suddenly already this week. And so I'm expecting something amazing. See you tomorrow night, nine o'clock. Make sure you have our app because it's going to let you know what platform I'm on. If I'm on IG, it'll let you know whatever platform I'm on tomorrow night to give you a preview of Wednesday's message. And let me say this. Also, um, on, uh, make stay tuned on social media because we're going to be doing something called Supernatural Sunday. Our kids are going to be doing a lot on campus. Um, it's going to be a supernatural day on Sunday, so stay tuned to social media. All right. Love you. Got to go. Shalom, everybody. Love you. See you tomorrow night, 9 o'clock Mountain, uh, 11 o'clock Eastern. Love you guys. Shalom. Shalom, everybody. Shalom, everybody. Love you, IG. Shalom, y'all. And then uh, to you all, I love you. Shalom. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah. 
Feel the woe with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. 